I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Today's guest is Leon Logothetis. He's a global adventurer, motivational speaker, best-selling author, and the host of The Kindness Diaries. Season one and two are available right now on Discovery Plus. Definitely go check them out. In The Kindness Diaries, Leon travels the world with no money and gets around purely relying on the kindness of strangers who provide his gas, food, and shelter. In some situations, Leon surprises an unsuspecting Good Samaritan who showed him kindness with a life-changing gift. I can't tell you what an honor it was to have Leon on as a guest on the podcast. I first watched The Kindness Diaries over a year ago and was absolutely blown away by his courage and vulnerability but most importantly, by the beautiful acts of humanity and kindness he received from so many people. Please welcome Leon Logothetis. Leon, thank you so, so much. I'm honored for you to be here uh, and be a part of the podcast. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Hopefully by the end of the podcast, you'll still be on. <laughs> <I'm> sure, <laughs> I am sure that I will be. So I, uh, I, first discovered Leon uh, with his, uh, his show, The Kindness Diaries. And to say I was inspired is, is quite an understatement. It is a beautifully magical show. Uh, Leon, if you just want to jump in a little bit and just tell people, if they haven't seen it yet, just uh, what the premise of, of the show is all about. Yeah, sure. So um, I, I, I'll tell you a little bit about my background because that kind of flows into what the show is. Uh, I used to be a broker in the city of London. Um, and on the outside, I had pretty much everything you could ever want. But on the inside, I had pretty much nothing you would want. Um, and I stumbled across the movie, The Motorcycle Diaries, which is about a man traveling around South America, relying on kindness. And I was just 
touched in a very profound way. Um, I decided to quit my job and to start traveling around the world relying on kindness. Um, and, you know, it, it didn't happen immediately, but a few years after I'd quit my job, I decided to purchase a vintage yellow motorbike, call it Kindness One, uh, sort of like Air Force One, but a little bit yellower, and drive it from LA all the way around Earth back to LA, uh, relying entirely on people like you and your listeners. Um, I would have no money, no place to stay, no gas, no food, nothing. Um, but there was going to be a little bit of a twist in this little adventure. And the twist was that uh, unsuspecting Good Samaritans would receive a life-changing gift. Um, and that's basically the premise of the show. Uh, we did another season where I drove a 50-year-old yellow beetle called Kindness 2 from Alaska all the way down to the tip of Argentina. Uh, and those are, the, those are the two things that we've done so far. So amazing. So I have, uh, I've checked out, I actually saw season two first. So I saw it with the, um, the beetle. That was the first one that I saw. And then I discovered that there was another season, jumped on that. And it is really incredible. If you have not checked out the show, please do so. I was, I've been watching it uh, a lot again recently. And throughout the entire episode, Leanne, there's moments of just pure joy because you're seeing the kindness that is being emulated from both sides and it just can't make you feel anything else but amazing and, and beautiful and, and make you smile. And then on the other side of that too, there's just moments where I don't cry very often and it's not because I'm trying to hold it in for, for any specific reason. If I feel it, I, I let it out and I let it go. And I was watching it two days ago and uh, my fiance was right behind me and she's like, oh my God, I'm tearing up. And I'm like, so am I. Because it really is just that impactful, the stories that you're, you're telling the, and the people that you're meeting. One of the best parts I think about it is when people are showing you kindness and they're filling up your tank or they're giving you food or they're allowing you a place to stay. And then as you mentioned, uh, in some of those circumstances, when you really have that connection with somebody, you repay them in a massive way. And I think it's just, it's just so cool and it just shows what you put out into the world is what you get back because those people are giving you this kindness without expecting anything in return. You know, they think you're somebody with no money, with no means in that moment. So how could they expect anything? And by them giving that to you without any expectation, they are then receiving that back in, in such a massive way. So I love that. That is just the perfect example of how what you give to this world is what you are what you are given back. So I appreciate you setting out that message uh, and putting that out there. Um, I really, in the Kindness Diaries, so I want everyone to know this too. When I first watched the Kindness Diaries, they truly, truly inspired me. They gave me the courage and the energy to, to keep pushing through with Spread Love Movement and to try to be an advocate of spreading love and kindness. Because Leanne, I saw what you were doing. And just so you know, things don't always go smoothly on this, on this journey for Leon. There's a lot of people who tell him no when he asks for things. And that's okay. You know, people, they are who they are. And Leon, I, I think it's an amazing thing too that there's never any negativity or hatred or anything bad towards those people. You just kind of, I feel like, understand that's how it is. And then you move on and you just try to find the next person who could possibly help you. 
at, and I think all that is just is so meant to be because the people that are telling you no are guiding you to those incredible people who tell you yes. And then these amazing stories are able to to come from it. So I am just, uh, everyone is super honored to have Leon here. Uh, you're someone I, I've looked up to now for a year or so. So to have you as a guest is just, is really humbling. And, uh, and I'm just so grateful for that. Um, Leon, in in the Kindness Diaries and, and the message that you're putting out there uh, with that and just who you are as a person, what are you hoping that just comes comes from this and, and, and the energy that you're putting out? Look, I want people to remember their humanity, right? Um, the Kindness Diaries did begin because of uh, the Motorcycle Diaries movie, but it also began years before that when I watched a... Um, documentary about the nfl and i don't you know i like soccer right i don't particularly like american football but the way that they did this documentary was so beautiful that it touched my humanity and i never forgot that and i wanted people to be reminded of their humanity Mm -hmm. right um and not just to you know turn on the news and see people hating each other um to turn on a a show or a documentary or a film where they get to remember what it means to be human, right? Uh, And, you know, we get to see the bad side of what it means to be human every day. But what about the good side of being human? And that's really why we did what we did. And you mentioned how you and your fiance cried, right? Mm. Um, It's interesting, in the edit room, I was very clear with the editors, I said, I want you to make people feel. And unless we got to the point where people were feeling, I was like, no, go back and do it again. I want to make people feel. Because the way that you touch someone's humanity is to make them feel. Um, And we're so used to feeling bad. We're so used to feeling fearful. Let us remember that there are so many other beautiful ways of feeling human. I mean, and and there are, and you you mentioned this in the intro too, how, right, with news, there is unfortunately a lot of bad and it's just, it's incredible that there are people like you that are shifting from that. And instead of focusing on the negative and the bad, you're focusing on on the beauty in humans. And when you watch the show, you cannot help but feel great about mankind because even in the people that say no, they're kind, you know, they're, they're not telling you to get out of here. They're not, they're not being rude. I feel like it's just, maybe they're a little taken back, but the people who help you and, and who guide you on this journey, um, it's just, you're creating such a beautiful space and you're, you're showing the world the beauty of mankind and how incredible we can be when we come together and when we come together as one. And Leon, I was watching one of your uh, videos uh, on Instagram the other day. And it really moved me too, because I am a, a massive believer in this. I saw that it was one of the greatest lessons you had ever learned is that we're all the same. And I think that is one of the most powerful messages that we can get out to the world and hopefully get out to mankind's consciousness. And if we can fully embrace the idea that we're all one and we're all the same, the, the world will shift like instantly. And that is the world that I, I feel like both of us are, are ideally striving for. And in, in watching that video, I was just curious, how did you get there? How did you get to that thought and to that concept uh, that we are all the same? Look, um, 
I've done a lot of traveling. I've been to many different countries. I've seen many different cultures. I've seen good things. I've seen bad things. Um, and I just learned that at base, we are literally all the same. At base, we just want to be seen. At base, we just want to be heard. At base, we just want to be loved. Does that mean that we don't, we have, we don't have unique differences? Of, of course we do. But at base, we are the same. And it really, I had a, an epiphany moment uh, in India when I had uh, been sleeping in, in the slums in Delhi for a couple of days with this guy who turned out to become a good friend on the show. That's Diru, Diru, for uh, the rickshaw driver. Um, and, uh, you know, if you've been to these places, you'll know that on the outside, there's, there's a lot of poverty but on the inside, there's a lot of love. Um, and I woke up one morning and I saw this mother kiss her two kids goodbye for school. Um, and in that moment, I realized that her love for her kids is exactly the same as our love for our kids. And uh, we are the same. And it really, it upsets me when people in power, whether they be on the left or the right, um, try and divide us by saying we're different mm -hmm. because we're not. I mean, we, we're just not. I just, I, I literally could not agree more. When you strip away all of the BS and all of the problems, and when you, especially, I'm glad that you mentioned that, when you really strip away the powers to be trying to divide us, and when we can see through that, and just see how alike that we are. Because like you, like we all just want to feel good. We all just want to feel love and we all just want to be happy. In, in our, I feel like in our innateness and in, in our soul and our being, that is just truly all that we, that we want. Um, so when you break things down that simply, you really can very easily realize that we are all the same and that we're all in this together. And that we should be there to help each other and to be kind to each other. And that's why I love your show so much because it shows how beautiful it is when we do come together in kindness. Some of the experiences that you have on that show and the people that you're communicating with and, and having these moments with are so, so special. One of my favorites, and you actually talked about this in a later episode saying that this may have been like at that time, at least one of the biggest moments for you was I think you were in Pittsburgh and there was um, you asked somebody if you could stay at his at his house for the night. And he let you know that uh, he didn't have a have a home. Right. So if you want to just maybe continue that story since you're the one who lived there. Yeah, sure, think. sure. So. So, yeah, I would go up to people and I would start chatting with them. And then, you know, maybe I'd say, hey, can I stay in your house tonight? And they'd be like, no, uh, fine. No worries. Um, and I was in Pittsburgh and I had some issues trying to find some help. And I went up to this guy in a park, he looked just like me and you in the sense that he did not look homeless. And I said, can I stay in your house tonight? And he goes, oh, well, you know, I'm really sorry, but I'm homeless. Whew, I feel a lot of shame. I mean, I just asked a homeless man to stay in his house, right? Uh, about to walk off and he turns around and he says, well, you know, hold on, hold on. If you want, you can stay with me tonight. I'll feed you. I'll protect you and I'll give you some clothes. And I was like, inside, I was like, whoa, Leon, buddy, you are not staying on the streets of Pittsburgh tonight. Um, but there was this little counterintuitive voice that says, Leon, you are staying 
on the streets of Pittsburgh tonight. And that's exactly what happened. And, uh, you know, he taught me so many beautiful lessons. And the two, the two most profound lessons he taught me really is that kindness is free. Uh, if a man with nothing can be kind, then I have no excuse. Um, and he also taught me that true wealth is not in our wallets. It's in our hearts, right? Look, does that mean that give away all your money? No, I'm not saying that. But it does mean that how you treat people and how you show up is, is the true testament of how magnificent a human being you are. Um, and yeah, he, he, was, he was an amazing fellow. Um, the next morning, I ended up, well, me and the crew ended up um, giving him, putting him up in an apartment and sending him back to school because he always wanted to be a chef. And, you know, he always used to say to me, Leon, you changed my life. And I would always say to him, Tony, it is you who changed my life. And that's what happened. He changed it. I, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't think about that experience I had with Tony. Not a day that goes by. Wow. That is unreal and so beautiful. And it's just, it's really special that you both, and it's, oh my gosh, so powerful that he changed your life. And it's just so amazing that you both were able to change each other's lives just in, in kindness. That was it. It's so yeah. simple. And like you said, kindness is free. And and Leon, that was the uh, that was the episode at the end where I started to uh, to tear up uh, because you showed the pictures of him uh, in as a chef and working, and it was just it, it was really um, it was really just so heartwarming uh, and touching uh, to see that. And I'm so grateful for you that you also had a life changing moment in that as well because really, and I'm glad you said that because when you watch that, yes, I know giving feels oh my gosh amazing. But when you watch that, it really seems like you just, you know, strictly changed his life. So to hear that, how impactful he was back to you um, is really beautiful and, and amazing to, to hear. And Leon, one of the things that I am um, just so inspired by your acts is that when you're out there and people are telling you no and the bike is breaking down and you have nowhere to sleep, you... <laughs> In those moments, I get like frustrated and anxious for you. You know what I mean? And, and I sit there and I'm like, that's why what you're doing is just so courageous and so inspiring. Um, and I, I, when I'm just on the outside watching it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like how would I handle this? Like, what is he going to do? And I love it because you always make it through. And I know sometimes you get down, but you always seem to keep a positive perspective. And there's been a few times in this show where maybe you know you'll have to sleep on the bike or, or on the side thing and uh you'll wake up in the morning and you're like you know what last night was tough but putting things in pers into perspective and today is a beautiful day and i'm in this amazing country or in this amazing city and i get to just live so i'm just kind of wondering you know are there certain things that you're doing just for your mind that that are able to keep you in that more positive state where you're not being brought down by the difficulties that you're facing during this do you know, it's, a, it's an interesting question. Um, look, I, I grew up in London, clearly from my accent. Um, and uh, Winston Churchill uh, is lauded in, in England, right? Uh, and, and around the world. And some people don't like him, but no one's perfect. Um, and uh, he has many famous quotes. And one of his quotes is never, never, never give up, right? So when, when bad things happen, you just don't give up. Does it mean that you, you, you're, you're not allowed to have a bad day? Of course, you can have bad days. I have bad days. 
Um, but it, it, it's like I had a mission and my mission was to circumnavigate the world. And my mission was to go from Alaska to Argentina and nothing was going to stop me in my mission. Um, and if I thought about how on earth I was going to circumnavigate the world, I would never have done it. I just thought about how I was going to walk outside my house, how I was going to get from LA to Vegas, how I was going to get from Vegas to the next place. I never thought about how on earth I was going to do a circumnavigation because I would have failed. I would have been like, this is insane. I'm not, I'm going home. Thank you very much. And goodbye. Wow. So there's something so, so, so powerful in that in life. Wow. Taking it just a step at a time, instead of looking at the overall picture and feeling all this anxiety, you know, falling down, uh, avalanching down on top of you. That's just so, so special just to take it a little bit by little bit and just understand you just have to do this bit right now and then a little bit more from there and then just keep going. And if you look at it in those little increments instead of this massive, massive thing, um, it makes it makes things much more possible. So that, that incredible that you were able to do that with this. But everyone listening, keep that in mind for any journey that you're going on, any anything that you are trying to achieve and, and accomplish in life. That is just a beautiful piece of wisdom because that journey, I think if you think about that overall in the entirety of it, it, it feels, it feels overwhelming and, and it feels like a lot. But if you break it down into those small pieces, that's when it becomes attainable. And that's when you're fully able just to focus on that little bit. And again, without feeling the anxiety of, of the entire thing where you're able to keep yourself in a better state of mind and in a more peaceful place, not being over anxious and, and freaking out about what is to come down the line and just taking it step by step. I appreciate that. And I saw one of your other quotes too. I think you had it on your book bag. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, it does. It's so good. I feel like, wow, when we can, and one of the things too, I think is beautiful about you is that you choose love over fear. I feel like a lot of the time. And I think with your life beginning, beginning at the end of the comfort zone, that's where you can step hopefully out of fear and more into love and jump into the discomfort of life. And that's really where you can truly grow. And I, I'm a firm believer that in the unknown, that's where all the magic can happen. And that's where there are just unlimited possibilities for us to achieve uh, and fulfill our dreams. And to set that example, that really life begins at the end of, of your comfort zone is... Um, is a really, really special message. And I really think if people embrace that more, we would go and achieve and, and do the things and live out our dreams because by you doing that, because what you're doing on that show is is definitely, I'm sure, very uncomfortable in moments. And for you to take that leap and to choose love and kindness over the fear of this not working and of people rejecting me and of people saying no is just is such an incredible, incredible thing. Um, and I've noticed that with you in the show, Leanne, that Something in life that I'm trying to do and I'm trying to work into my consciousness is in every decision, choosing love over fear. And you are just such a great example of that because I feel like every moment of that show, you're choosing love over fear. You know, in those moments where it gets really tough and everyone keeps telling you no, you know, like, all right, well, screw this. This is it. I'm, I'm too fearful. I'm not going to keep asking. I need to walk away from this. You just go deep in yourself, man, and, and, and you choose love, which I, I feel like gives you the energy uh, to keep moving forward and to keep going which is just so awesome. I mean, look, it, def it definitely does. And I, I would say that um, I'm very good at choosing love 
over fear when I'm doing these journeys. It's a little bit harder in everyday daily life. Um, I wish I could do it as beautifully as I do on the show, um, but it's a, it's a struggle, right? I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not perfection. The, the person that you see on the kindness diaries is the best version of me. Um, if the worst version of me showed up on the kindness diaries, you'd be like, well, I'm not watching this. So, you know, there's, there's, there's no, I guess my point is there's no perfection. I, I, I read, I share this quite often. Um, there's no perfection in the sense that no one is perfect. I'm not perfect. If I gave you the telephone number of my girlfriend, she'd tell you how imperfect I am. And it's the same with each and every one of us. And sometimes with kindness and love, people are like, well, you know, I can't, I, I can't be like Gandhi or I can't be like Nelson Mandela or I can't be like Martin Luther King. So I'm just going to go the opposite way. Well, Nelson Mandela wasn't perfect. Gandhi wasn't perfect. Mother Teresa wasn't perfect. Martin Luther King wasn't perfect. But what they did do was they chose moment to moment to, to come from a place of goodness. And if they failed, they got back on the wagon uh, and they kept on going. That's awesome. I appreciate your vulnerability with that and not pretending like you are perfect and that you've got it all figured out. Um, right. <laughs> It's just good because really when you, when you see somebody like you setting this example in the world, some people could be like, hey, Leon's got it all figured out and, and I have no connection to him because he's at this level that I feel like I can never get to. So I think that is just uh, crucial for people to really, really understand and embrace that. And those are great examples, Mother Teresa, Martin Luther King that you brought up, that no one is perfect. We're just trying our best you know, in every moment. And, and that's the best that we can do is just try to come from a place of, of love uh, as often as possible. And uh, Leanne, one of the other things I love in your show too is that you always go in for the hug, man. You always go for the hug, <laughs> which, is, uh, which is really great. I did a, uh, when I was living in San Diego, um, I went out uh, in Ocean Beach and I did a, I had a sign that said free hugs. And it was one of the literal best days of my life. I can say that like undoubtedly the connections I made with people and the love I felt was just incredible. So I'm a big hugs guy. So I, I appreciate that. I think that's so cool that every single time uh, you go in for it, uh, which is awesome. Um, well, when, when we meet in person one day, we'll give each other free hugs. You know, I've, I'm going to, you know, think about that. I will manifest that. And when the day comes, it'll, it'll be a really, really special moment. That would be amazing. Okay, cool. Um, so Leon too, something, you know, I'm a big fan of gratitude. I, uh, just think it can be so life-changing uh, and super empowering. So just in your life and today and in any moment, what is something that you are grateful for? I am grateful for my little dog. Nice. Who is a complete nut job, but uh, brings me much joy and reminds me that uh, we should live as much as we can in the moment and that having fun and playing is part of being human too. Yes, that is a huge part. Playing is, is a massive part. I think that is a really great message for people to understand too, that we don't need to take things so seriously all the time. We can play and have fun and just be in the moment. And I think being in the moment and being present is, uh, is a super powerful message for people to get. And um, one of the, I was thinking too, one of the other things too, Leon, that I really love about the show is in, in watching you, you can tell how genuine the experiences are and how present you are with the people. And um, 
it's just, it's, it's really awesome to see the connection that you build and your presence really in every single moment with these people and, and those connections that you're making. Do you feel like, was that someone who you always were? You were able just to have these bonds and make these connections or is that something that developed over your life? No, I mean, look, you know, the kindness of is really was born by me being disconnected. Wow was born by me feeling not seen, was born by me feeling like I wasn't present um, and wanting to go out into the world and to get what I didn't get. Uh, now, did I create it consciously from that place? No, but now that I look back at it, it's pretty clear. So I've always felt very, not, not so much anymore, but in the past, very disconnected. Um, like I said, I had, I had the financial um, well-being, but not the emotional well-being. So by going out into the world with no money, I flipped it, right? Mm -hmm. I had no money, but I was rich from the perspective of like feeling connected with people. Um, so, you know, and also, you know, people are like, you know, uh, on the show, they're like, oh, you know, you're such an extrovert. But the truth is, I'm not an extrovert. I'm actually an introvert. So in everyday life, I'm pretty calm. Uh, and I don't, really, I don't really need to connect that often. As long as I have a few people, then it's okay. Um, but the capacity to connect to each other is definitely something that's very important that many of us have lost. And we think, oh, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not I'm, not, I'm not bashing them. That's great. But the true sense of connection is to connect to another human being, is to connect to nature, is to connect to yourself. Um, and, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter is icing on the cake, let's say. Well, as, as a broker, what was, what was going on in your life, in your mind? before you made that change? Were you just feeling literally like dead inside and just so unfulfilled? Or what, what was that experience like that really shot you into this version of yourself? I was deeply depressed. I felt very alone. I felt like I had no sense of purpose. I felt like I was living somebody else's life. I felt, um, you know, that I was doing things I wasn't proud of. And... I just couldn't take it anymore. And really it was pain, emotional pain that pushed me to become who I am today. Um, and the capacity to share that pain because for many years I didn't share it. And many of us are like that. We wear a mask that says, Oh, I'm okay. But you know, we're not. Um, and when you have that capacity to share your pain, whether it be to a therapist, to a friend, whoever, journal, reading books, um, I would say that, yes, kindness is a superpower, but the capacity to share your pain enables you to become who you were always meant to be and who you really are. You may not be aware of who you are because you're drowning in, in sadness or whatever it may be, but once you share that with another human being, things will change. It's not easy, right? Another Winston Churchill quote is, um, when you find yourself walking through hell, keep walking. Uh, and that can you know, be relatable to any human being. 
because we all suffer. We're all, we're all sad. We all have our moments. But if you don't share those sadnesses, you're never going to be free. Wow. So there's so many amazing things in, in what you just said. Like first, vulnerability. I am just a, a massive, massive fan of us being vulnerable with each other and sharing our experiences. Because when you can be in that state of, of true vulnerability, you're in a state of comfort, you're in a state of love, or you wouldn't have the ability to, to share those things. And like you just said, by sharing those things, it can, it can open up your world and change things so drastically. So that one is huge. Another thing, Leanne, too, about you, wow, about you leaving being a broker. So, right, you were very unfulfilled, you were depressed, you were unhappy. And I feel like you you maybe saw this light at the end of the tunnel. You saw this other way for you to go. And instead of you staying in this place of even potential comfort, because it was financial comfort for you, right? And I feel like a lot of times people get trapped in their financial comfort even though they may be miserable with what they're doing every single day. So that is just a great story, I think, to hopefully encourage people who may be in a similar situation, who are very unhappy with their job or with their life, and, and just understanding that you have the power, like Leon, to, to make that change and to shift your world into a much, much better place. And then the last really amazing thing uh, that you just touched on was... I'm really an advocate too and, and trying to embrace this message and push it out more that the negative bad things that happen in our life can be the catalyst to bring us to the most positive, beautiful place in our life. Like without your depression, without you being so, so, so down, this this magic from you wouldn't have arisen uh, and wouldn't have, have come up. So when you reflect back and you look at your time back then, are you grateful for that experience and how you felt to how to where it got you now? 100%. Do I want it to happen again? No. But am I grateful because it made me who I am today? Of course. Yeah. You know, when bad things happen, if you turn that bad thing into gold, then then it was it bad, right? right? Um again, it, it, I'm not necessarily saying it's that easy or something bad happens. Oh, I just turn into gold. Of course. Right. It takes a process. Mm -hmm. It takes, it takes, you know, a commitment and there may be some horrific days where you can't turn it into gold and you're like, Oh goodness me, this is all going to end badly. And you know, there are days where I still have difficulty getting out of bed. I mean, it's not like the kindness guy who like is kind all the time. And everything flows to him. I mean, that to me, that doesn't happen, right? Mm -hmm. There are times when bad things still happen and I can't get out of bed or I'm having a moment. And it's okay. And for those who are listening, it's okay if that's happening mm -hmm. to you. Um, all I would say is be aware that when a bad thing happens, as long as you know that at some point you're going to get up, you'll be okay. Yes. Wow. Thank you for that. And Lee and I do that too with like, I always do like the quote unquote bad situation. And that really is something I've just very recently started to try to embrace because it's a challenging thing to embrace when you're bad, you know, things are going poorly for you to be super positive and be like, okay, this, this is actually going to get me to where I want to be. We understand it's very difficult to do that, but in the same, in the same regard, it's really worth putting the effort in and, and trying to shift your mind and perspective 
so that you can eventually get to that better place. Cause like you said, if this bad thing happened to you and then like, again, Leon, like where it brought you, when you look back on that thing, was it really bad? Because without that moment, without that darkness, you don't get shot in into the light. And, um, I just, you know, again, in, in seeing you and, and seeing the show, you think that in a way you have it all figured out. So I think it's just very tangible and very human of you to obviously show and say that that is not how it is all the time. Because again, that makes it more relatable to people. They, you know, they feel more on your level or in someone of your stature's level because they know that you're going through it too. You're going through the tough times and you're just trucking through it and always trying to see the positive, which is awesome. I'll tell you a little story. So prior to COVID, I would do a lot of school speeches, right? All about kindness. And um, this kid, maybe 12 years old, put his hands up, hand up at the end and says, Mr. Leon, have you ever been mean? And I was like, oh, God. Inside, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to lie to the child. And then I was like, no, you're not. You're not going to lie to the child. You're going to tell the child the truth. And I said, of course I've been mean because I'm just like you. I have good days and I have bad days. I try and have more good days than bad, but yes. So it's like as a kid and as an adult, I would watch all these preachers talking about like, you know, the amazing things that they were doing and how, how, you know, all you had to do was this or that. And, and, and they would, and I would be like, something's not right here. They're like telling me to be perfect. It doesn't feel like they're perfect, but they're espousing this message of perfection. So I was like, if I ever get up on a stage like that, I'm going to tell people that this is the best version of Leon and the worst version of Leon, you would walk out the door. <laughs> I love it, man. It's just, it's unrealistic to portray yourself as perfect. And uh, I just, I love that you're vulnerable and, and honest because that is, that is super uh, impactful. Wow. Buddy, um, so I just had another question for you. Who is somebody right now in your life that you love? And in your answer, please just go a little bit into it. What about them do you love? What, what, what about their energy when they're with you that makes you feel in this beautiful way that really makes you have a lot of love for that person? Well, um, the answer to that must be my partner, uh, Taya Jo. Uh, she is a, a magnificent, imperfect creature um, who is, has a lot of love, has a lot of kindness, has a lot of um, kind of presence. Again, she's not perfect by any stretch. Uh, but I always wanted someone who who I could like connect with and be honest with. We have a, we have a thing where we're like, we can never lie to each other ever. Even about the smallest thing. There were, there were no lies, right? If you, if she asks me a question and uh, she knows that she's going to get the truth. So be careful the question you ask, right? Um, and it's, it, yeah, she's just, she's, She's from Croatia. I don't know if you've ever been to Croatia, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of kind of like, and this may be the wrong word, but a lot of innocence. Uh, the people are very kind of happy. And uh, she just is a, a, beautiful, a beautiful human. Well, did you meet her before or after the show aired? 
I met her after the, oh, I met her the season, no, I met her when season one was airing, not season two, but she had no idea who who I was. Got it. I wasn't. I think, unless she's cunning. (laughs) I just wasn't sure if, you know, in meeting you, she's like, oh my gosh, it's the the kindest guy. It's like, I have to be at like my, my utmost top highest self level, you know, in order to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you know, it's interesting you say that because as the kindness guy, right? Um, I've kind of put myself in a little bit of a box where I have to be kind, right? It's like the kindness guy can't be an asshole, right? I mean, sometimes the kindness guy is an asshole because that's life, but the kindness guy can't be an asshole. So I've kind of like, in some way, put myself in a box, which I like because it makes me uh, be more conscious of how I behave. Interesting, right? Yes. And like if I'm out and about and like I'm at a Starbucks and I'm not being particularly pleasant, I won't think to myself, they know who I am. I think to myself, oh, you just gave a speech about kindness and you're being a bit of a dick. I think you shouldn't be. And I'm like, okay. So sometimes we have to put ourselves in a box, right? Wow, wild. That's so cool that that is helping you bring your awareness more inward and in your actions uh, and how you're being on a daily basis and, and yeah. just amazing that it's really helping you just like recognize in those moments of you maybe not being uh, that kind and, and uh, helping you shift yourself to, to a kinder place. It definitely, definitely does. Wow. Um, I mean, so my brother, uh, he'll mess with me sometimes, even if I don't like do something unkind or maybe if something a little bit, he's like, oh, the spread love guy isn't the kindest or the spread love guy didn't show love. And I'm like, <laughs> And I'm like, I'm human. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just trying exactly. my best all the time or as often as I, as I can. And uh, Lena, that's like a huge lesson for me. And I appreciate that because even when he's Joe, and I mean, you're on such a, another level where people are like recognizing you out. That does not happen to me at all. But with my brother, you know, when he says something like that and he's joking or, you know, if a friend says that to me, I've taken it and thank you for this. I've taken it in a sort of negative way to be like, why are you putting me in this box? Like, you know that I'm not perfect. You know that I'm just trying. And even though I know you're joking, it still feels like a little bit of like a, a slight to me. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't want the expectations of me to be unrealistic because I am just like everybody else. And now, Leon, I am going to shift that idea to now being grateful that it is bringing more awareness to myself in those moments for me to be more kind. So thank you for that. Useful. I like it. Wow. That was amazing. Ah, that was so good. That was so cool. I appreciate that. Um, and Leon, too, something I, I was thinking about, too, in, in regards to the show. And I, in this situation, I don't want to generalize, but I do just want to get an understanding from you. Do you feel like, or has it happened more often, that the people with less tend to give you more? Look, I understand your your desire not to generalize, but the truth is that on many levels, it is true. Uh, A lot of people with less gave a lot, and some people with a lot gave nothing. Um, It wasn't always like that. I mean, I stayed in some pretty epic places, and I stayed on the streets. Um, And I think the reason why people with a little give a lot is because people with little are forced in some way to rely on community. They're forced in some way to rely on each other. So it's inbuilt into them. And people with money 
rely on money. They don't necessarily rely on a sense of community. So that to me is one of the reasons why. Got it. Wow. That honestly, that, that does paint uh, a little bit of a, of a better picture for that because in watching the show, it does seem like that happens uh, more often than not. Um, so I appreciate you just giving some more clarification on that. And um, Leon, I mean, you're, you're already doing it, man. But in in life, what maybe beyond kindness diaries may be included with that? What do you feel like your life purpose is? And what do you, Leon, what do you want to create for this world? I want to remind, it's actually based on what I said at the beginning. I want to remind people of their humanity. I want to remind people that connecting with each other is in many ways the most beautiful thing that we can do. And we all want to be connected and we try and get connected through negative ways, right? But the most pure and the most magnificent way of connection is one human being to another. However, many of us have suffered trauma, right? And the trauma of trying to connect with someone and then being like, no, or trying to be vulnerable and, and being squashed. So we shut down, right? And it's not so easy to unshut down. But if you find one human being who you can connect with, or a dog, or nature, or something, you build that muscle until you can connect, connect more on a, on a, a more of a moment-to-moment -moment basis. So to really inspire people to feel their humanity and not to just come from here. And look, I come from here more often than not, right? But to really feel your humanity. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a, what a life goal. What a message to, to push out to the world. Because I, I, I feel like, you know, when we don't feel connected, uh, when we feel alone, that is like, that is some of the lowest feelings that we have. And we're just so, so low vibrational. I feel like at those points and, and it, it is, it, you just feel, you just feel so isolated. And when you can have any connection with anybody, and I love how you say too, not just with like a human, with a dog or with nature. And when you can be with that person or nature, whatever it might be, and you are sharing your energy we're all energy. So when we're able to share that and we're able to literally connect with each other on that level, I, I, I really think it just creates so such harmony uh, and such peace and such love amongst us. Because when you can really feel that person and you realize you're not alone and you realize that you are really truly connected, it just brings up such the energy uh, of love. Um, and that's really awesome. So... Leon, I will uh, tell you that one of uh, probably my biggest goal with Spread Love Movement and just me as a person is to help shift the collective consciousness of the entire planet to be more one and to be more together uh, and to come from a place of love and happiness uh, and peace more often. And again, it's like you, you are already doing this do you have any other plans um, in the future or feel like, you know, there is something even that you're doing now that is helping shift the consciousness 
uh, more to that peaceful and loving place? Look, I mean, we're, we're working on a season three, which will be around all 50 states in America. Yes. Um, so, you know, it's COVID kind of put a, put a stop to that, but hopefully it'll, it'll be uh, reinvigorated. Um, and doing documentaries, speeches, books, anything to kind of just wake people up, right? Just to like, oh, maybe there's another way to live. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right? To just be more connected to, 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 you know, to, again, I keep saying it, but be more connected to your humanity. And that's a beautiful message. Like, uh, we can repeat that 50, 100 times over because that is so crucial in us getting to this place of a, of a more loving consciousness. And sometimes you have to just keep reminding it and keep getting that message out there more and more. And Leon, I love too that you're setting the example. You know what I mean? I feel like the change in the consciousness really starts with each and every one of us and how we act on a very simple but day-to-day basis and are we acting in kindness and love and and if we can all come from that place collectively i feel like that's really when everything can change and you're doing that on such an awesome massive level because you're going out and you're being kind and you're setting this again this example and you're showing people the power by your own actions right you're not you know, just speaking about something or telling a story, it is you going out and filming yourself acting in the way and showing other people acting in the way that I think will get us uh, to that to that place of consciousness where we are going to be kinder and more loving to each other. So I just, man, just so much love for you and uh, and kudos to you for for setting that example and putting it on such a stage that so many people are able to to see it uh, and to be a part of it. Amazing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And um, we will, we'll, we'll start to wrap things up uh, in a little bit, but Leon, I, again, I know that, you know, neither one of us are perfect, but what, what I really like to do with the podcast too is to make things tangible for the listeners. So someone like you, again, who is able to get themselves to this place of kindness and love not all the time, but very often. What are some of the things that you do either daily or weekly? Is it mindfulness? Are there certain practices that you do that you feel like help put yourself uh, in that mindset? Well, every person has felt what it feels like when someone is unkind to them. Every single person has felt unvalued at some point has felt like they don't matter because of how someone else has treated them. So I hope that everyone has also felt what it feels like when someone is kind to you, when someone gives you kudos, when someone makes you feel magnificent. Uh, And I would say that the best thing you can do is to have empathy because when you feel someone else's pain, more often than not, unless you're a sociopath or a psychopath, you will do everything in your power to make them not feel bad, right? So feel what it feels like to be treated respectfully and feel what it feels like to be treated disrespectfully. And I guarantee you that you will go out into the world and choose to be kind, unless you're a sociopath or a psychopath. Yes, empathy. Empathy is really so, so amazing. 
in trying to just understand and feel what that other person is feeling. That in itself, Leanne, creates that connection. Sure. Which is just so important, right? And if we can understand where another person's coming from in a moment, we can relate to them more. That empathy, I think something in, in life that I, you know, I'm trying to push out and the, and the idea and the message is to be understanding. And instead of just judging somebody in a moment, trying to feel empathy for them and just trying to have some sort of an understanding of where they're coming from and what created them to act in this way. Because when we can have that understanding and be like, you know, based on where you came from or how you were raised or who your parents were or whatever that might be, just having that understanding for them will make this world a, a much better place. Instead of looking at someone negatively, we can look at them with empathy and with love and be like, it's so, you know, it's okay. It's all right. I, you know, I can't fully understand where you're coming from, but I can at least try to get there and to have those feelings so that we can feel more connected uh, and that we can feel love because Leanne, the connection, man, connect love is, is being connected. They're so synonymous and, and one with each other that, uh, I love, we're just, we're speaking the same language and, and we're so much on the same vibe. And uh, that is just really awesome for me. So Leanne, if you could, uh, just, you know, let people know where they can find you, uh, social media, anything else, website, whatever you want to throw out there so that people can find you uh, and just know more about you and this amazing uh, mission that you're on. Sure. Well, I mean, you can find me on Instagram at The Kindness Guy and on Facebook at The Kindness Guy. Um, and then you can basically through that, you can find me and Google me. And hopefully what you Google will, will be good. We'll see. Amazing. I am so stoked that season three is coming out. It'll be a while, but we're working Still, on it. Something incredible to to really look forward to. I am I'm stoked to see you doing it again and doing it more. And uh, again, just to be pushing out that message and allowing people to see the incredible kindness that is all over the place. Everybody, check out Leon. Check out the Kindness Diaries. It will put you in such a beautiful place and space. This has been such an honor for me. I, I can't say it enough that Leon, you have truly inspired me. Spread Love Movement has been inspired literally by you and by your courage and who you are and by me watching the show and just feeling so unbelievably inspired by you because what you're doing is so great. It gives me really the courage and the ambition to consistently move forward and to try to just join you uh, in this world uh, of spreading this uh, this beautiful message. So I just, I'm humbled and, and so grateful to have had this time with you. So thank you so much. I, I thank you for caring and keep on doing what you're doing. Appreciate you. Wow. Everybody, thank you so much for, for just being with us uh, and being present. We love you so much and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you.